Hello there, just a disclaimer that neither Liv or I are historians and though I tried to research these facts well, I might have got some things wrong. Also, due to alcohol, Liv and I might be quite sweary, so be prepared for some dubious language. Yeah, if you are 13 or under, we suggest not listening to this and going and playing on Fortnite or Minecraft or just simply pissing off. Welcome to episode two of Rich, Filthy and Downright Scandalous Ooh. with Liv. I meant to do the drink thing. Um, <laughs> with apple sours and lemon hard. Lemon hard? Lemon hard. Hardly lemon. Okay. Hardly lemon. <laughs> I hope you've been having a good week, um, my three friends who have listened to this. Shout out to Sophia, Nathan, and maybe Cam if he's actually like listened to it at this point. Shout out to none of my peeps because none of you know about this yet. So when you <laughs> finally hear about this, hi. <laughs> okay. So, uh, scandal of the week for. Do you want to go first? No, go on, you go first. I think you have a, a better one than me this week, actually. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I, I even have one. I think I. Oh, think of one real quick. Um, okay, I'm thinking. So. I found out today there is a nudist beach in a town called uh, Studford. And so I was like, I said to my mum, who um, is not a nudist, but like, she'd probably be down for it if she was there. Yeah, definitely. So I went, I was like, Ma, Ma, I found out there's this nudist beast, and a be- beast? <laughs> this nudist beach. beach. In, and then before I could say where it was, she went, Studford, yeah? And I was like, me and Liv were like, what? We were like, damn, she knows. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. I went there accidentally. We were like, yeah, Ac- yeah, yeah, accidentally. accidentally. <laughs> My ass. <laughs> you totally. And like, then mum went into uh, descriptions about who she saw, some men and their... Um, dingle dangles. Um, companions. <laughs> yeah, dingle dangles. <laughs> I can't call them a dingle dangle because I used to call USB sticks dingle dongles. Yes, but Dingle Dangle's completely different. I'm a Dingle Dangle penis with a flippy floppy scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a song? Right. Oh, your scandal needs to be the In the Jungle rendition. Oh, so <laughs> it's not a scandal. I um, Brilliant, made a new rendition to the song In the Jungle. If you don't know it, I would highly recommend Googling it and having a listen. But it goes... In the toilet, the mighty toilet, periwees tonight. Wimble way. In the toilet, <laughs> the mighty toilet, peri shits tonight. Wee! Are we away? Are we away? Are we away? Are we away? A wipe away, a wipe away, a wipe away, a wipe away. And that's my new song. That went on for far too long. It didn't, it's the best song in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you should have given preface to like when people are on the toilet in a house, actually, that's when you do the the song. Instead of just like for life. But this is this is my life. This this is how I go about my life now. Just singing the song. Are we away? Are we <laughs> Whenever you're near a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Scandals of the Week done. Like, that yes. was a quick one for me and a quick one for you. Unless you want to mention anything else, because I did kind of give you that suggestion. No, I, I, I don't think 
No, I don't think there's anything else that's happened that's interesting or scandalous in my life right now. Fair enough. Other than I need to speak to my doctor because <laughs> the wrong doctor phoned me. <laughs> <laughs> I've not had enough to drink. Talk about mental health problems. <laughs> no, Jesus, not yet. <laughs> okay, so shall we start with the person of the week? Can you remember what gender it was that we were discussing? Today? Yes. We haven't discussed a gender We yet, have. Today. I gave you a hint last time. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, I've forgotten. Okay, it was a woman. Oh, so it's a female. It is a female. Presumably. Presumably. We don't assume genders in this day and age. But until said otherwise, she will be a lady. Okay. Lady. Okay, so uh, I'm going to tell you where we are and you're going to have a guess. Oh, jeez. I picked this person because there's actually a movie about this person. Oh, God. With Keira Knightley in it. Oh, yes. She looks stunning. Great. You know, her period oh, robes and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so don't look. <laughs> I'm not looking. <laughs> the date is the 28th of January, 1873, and we are in... Wait, I'm going to have to look at the recording for this, because I was like, Thais, please help me. <laughs> You're French. Saint-Sauveur-en-Puisé. That's where we are. Saint... In... What was it? Say again. Saint-Sauveur-en-Puisé. Saint-Sauveur-en-Puisé. Puisé. You're terrible. In Burgundy in France, so don't you dare look at the doodle. No. I've looked at it now. Oh, sorry. Well, you don't know. It's okay, but well. I probably still don't know who it is, so don't stress. So what is the... Do you, I don't know how you do say you... the name. How do you say the name? Sidney Gabrielle Collette. Oh, I know you said Sydney, so it's a good job I never said it. I think it's Sidney. Sidney. Sidney? 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 We're not very good with names, sorry. So, I, I, oh, man. I wish I had Thais here. Thais is like French. So she could, that's who was doing the voice then. Thank you, Thais. Love you. Shout out to her. Yeah. Um, she's just going to come on here. I'm going to drag her. Oh, my God. Poor girl. It's going to happen. Yeah. So anyway, the name that we cannot pronounce. Uh, let's call her Miss Colette. Yes. Well, good thing you say that because that, well, the Is name that of what the movie, she was called? The name of the movie is, is Colette. Oh, is it? Okay. So, oh, there we go then. Uh, that wasn't very much of a guessing, more of a you accidentally saw the screen. Yeah, but I still don't know who she is, so... Okay. Hang on, I'm going to plug my up. Okay. Yeet! Pack delete the yeet. Okay, so uh, this was her, okay? So this picture, I've got a picture up of her and she's, oh, she's wearing... she's quite pretty, actually. She is. She's, she's quite wearing... sophisticated. Yeah, she's got like a Peter Pan collar, wearing a nice black dress. She's got really cute hair. Oh, there's a cute dog. As a cute dog. Okay, so uh, so she was born on the 28th of January, 1873, to war hero and tax collector Jules Joseph Collette and his wife Adele Eugenie Stidoni in the village of Saints, the place that Thais said very well. Saint Souvent en Pousset. What? Yeah, there. Banging. What a man. Thank you. Uh, in the department of Yon Burgundy. Uh, Colette attended a public school from the ages of 6 to 17. The family was initially well off, but poor financial management substantially reduced the family's income. Oh, spent too much money on hookers. That's my bet. It's really not hookers. Okay, prostitutes. Whatever they called them back oh, in the day. Please don't look at the screen. Look over oh. there. <laughs> Sorry. Talk to the window, shall I? No, okay, fine. Just, 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 I will, hang on, give me a sec. It's fine, I'm not looking. Okay, just look down. There you okay. can't see. All right? No. Sorry, man. So rude. Okay, so uh, she married a friend of her father's, the writer and critic, uh, Henry Gauthier Villars. Okay. Oh, okay. So that was name. He, he's in that picture there. You just saw him. That's, that's him. him. That's oh, him. he's a fancy pants as well, isn't he? He's freaking old. He is an old man. Okay, he's got like a proper moustache and he's he's an old he's an old guy at this point. When I did some research on this lady, I was like, ah, he could literally be your father. Oh, is he that old in comparison to her? Yeah, so... Oh, um, Lord. So, uh, well, obviously, it was 18... When did she marry him? It was 1893, yeah? So when she married him. And uh, so three... So she was 20. 
No, she no. was. Uh, so I got math three ten. She was sixteen. Oh my god. She was sixteen. Oh god. I know. So I was like, no, too young. You're too young. It is not. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I was like, dear. Okay. Okay. So she married him. Um, he was a well-known author and publisher. He used the pen name Willie. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> and her first four novels, the four Claudine stories, Claudine à l'école, which is Claudine at school, in school, Claudine à Paris, which is Claudine Paris, Claudine en menage, I don't know what that means, and Claudine Siva, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> um, the four are published in English as Claudine is, oh, it says them there. It literally says, it says them there. <laughs> the four are published in English as Claudine at school, Claudine Harris, Claudine married, Claudine and Annie. There you are. Oh, there we go. Um, Willie was a massive knob. Okay. He just was. Like... Would you like to elaborate on why he was a knob? So Please? he was renowned as like a writer, yeah? Mm-hmm. He had a whole ghostwriting team who did his work for him. Oh. I'm not calling out ghostwriters or anything. No, I mean, however, like th- there's a field of work for them. However, I feel like sometimes they deserve some credit. Yeah, exactly. And like even he, if they are ghostwriters, they still should just have like a cheeky little mention. Yeah. And like when I was doing my research, there was a lot of kind of he edited the stuff, so that was like apparently like that was him like putting his stamp on it, but like that's not that that's no. not how it works. That and would be like me taking your dissertation, changing a few things and going, Yeah, that's my dissertation. Please don't do that. I'm not going to do that. Okay. So. <laughs> We're doing completely different courses, so I wouldn't be able to use your dissertation, I'm sure. <laughs> hand in this weird rom com thing. <laughs> I'm sure my sport coaching tutors will love that. I love that. I think that'd be great. What are you doing for your dissertation? Um, the it's about SEN and uh, like sports education and the the oh, lack yeah. of it. I remember you saying, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay. Speaking of dissertation, it's something I should be currently working on instead of doing this. But cheers, cheers. Mm. Okay, so he was a proper knob. Okay, back yes. to that point. Um, he had a whole ghostwriting team, and his big hit was his wife Colette. Okay. So she'd write the stories, she'd top the charts, and he'd take all the credit. So she would write the, his stuff for him, then he'd stick his name on it. She'd write her own tales. The Claudine stories were based off her own childhood, yeah? Oh, right, okay. And he basically took them. Oh, wow, he is a knob. Exactly. He's a massive knob. It was so popular, the Claudine series, that like it topped the charts and was like made into a play. Oh, my God. And, That's um, amazing. But yeah, he was apparently like quite a dick to her as well. So like oh, he God. was uh, ruthless in his pursuit for success. And he obviously had them published in his own name and he retained both profit and copyright. Oh, wow. Which massive is a big knob. deal, yeah. Uh, apparently, infamously, he once locked his wife in a room and refused to let her out until she'd written the next instalment. She's not a slave. No, that's exactly. his wife. I know, and I was like, "Oh my no. god!" This is why I go back to my like. He's an absolute. You just don't do that. Mm, you don't do that. You, you don't, don't let your wife write books for you, then steal her thunder and lock her in her room until she writes the next like book about it. That's yeah. that's that's bull. His argument was that because he was a name already, only he could sell the books the, the, the way that he could. No, that's surely a lie. I know, obviously it's bollocks. But like, it, it obviously, just but because, she was young and she was impressionable. Yeah, but it's just like, just because like, you know, J.K. Rowling wrote about wizards, that doesn't mean that anybody else's book about wizards is shit and can't sell. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I get like, what you mean. And like Stephanie Myers, like, just because she wrote about werewolves and vampires, she's not the only person to have done that. Yeah, but you can't argue that like, I mean... Stephanie Meyer just wrote Midnight Sun and that went insane. If somebody else had written Midnight Sun, it probably wouldn't have got the same thing. Mm, maybe. 
So her name does have weight, yeah. But arguably, after she yeah. published the first Claudine novel, novel and it but did if so she, well. Yeah, but if she had published it in her name, then she would have done it well. If, even if he just included her, mm. then she still would have had a name from it. Exactly. Dickhead. Yeah, I know. See, I said he was a twat. Okay, so um, Colette uh, later said that she would never become a writer if it were not for Willie. Like, this is something she said about him. Um, I mm. think she's too nice to him even like, I was about to years say, that later. That was nice. Like, I was like, you're a fucking twat. <laughs> So, like, uh, he was 14 years older than his wife and one of the most notorious libertines in Paris. Um, He introduced her to avant-garde intellectual artistic society, encouraged her to be, like, uh, well, I'm going to get onto this, but he encouraged her to, like, adventure outside the marriage bed. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, Because he himself was an adventurer, to say the least. Okay. He did some exploring. He did some exploring in various gardens. In some very gardens, some fairy gardens. Some some avant-garde gardens. Some avant gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, after like her developing the idea of Claudine, it was he who pushed it forward. So he pushed those. He pushed the Claudine novels. He pushed the novels, um, yeah. Which did okay. obviously give them a little bit of success. Yeah. Um, well, more than a little well, bit. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. So, uh, why the books were such a success is apparently because she creates the first modern teenager character, says some of the, like, critics I looked at. Mm. Person okay. is, especially this person called Thurman. Um, the novels chart the coming of age and younghood of their titular hero, Claudine, from an unconventional 15-year-old in a Burgundian village to a doyen of literary salons of turn-of-the-century Paris. Interesting. Very interesting. So that's why it was really good, apparently. Yeah. So obviously, I said before, like the story is semi-autobiographical. Yeah, it's like kind of based on her, but just a little bit. Like not some things would have been like quite there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Colette and Willie did end up like separating eventually. Good. Um. In 1906, although the divorce was not final until 1910. Oh, uh, that is a long divorce period. I know. It gets worse. Colette had no access to the sizable earnings of the Claudine books. The copyright belonged to Willie. And until 1912, she initiated a stage career in musicals across France, sometimes playing Claudine in sketches from her own novels, barely earning enough to survive and often hungry and well. Oh no, that's horrible. I know. So I was a bit like, oh dear. He's a massive knob. He is. Now, this is my next... This is partly why I was like, ah, we've got to do this lady. Because, mm. like, I was like, this is just fascinating. Okay. So remember me saying about her, how she would dabble? He was, she was encouraged to do some dabbling. And he was going into the avant gardens. <laughs> yes. So she, too, did some dabbling about... In... The ladies' gardens. In the ladies' gardens? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I know. She went avant garden, too. <laughs> she did. Ooh. She loved a good garden. She did. <laughs> Have a good bush. <laughs> Yeah, that was oh yeah. So she yeah, she she embarked on a series of relationships with other women. Okay? Interesting. Okay. One of these women, the notable one in my opinion, is um she when who she dated when she separated from Willie was the niece of Napoleon, the Marquise of de Belbeuf, I think that's Belbeuf, um, Missy, who she sometimes shared the stage with. So that's her and her Ooh. there. And you will notice that she wears male clothes. I was about to say that's male clothing. I know. So it was actually like really like taboo for women to wear clothes you could be arrested for wearing trousers oh my god wearing not wearing clothes and like wearing like not wearing any clothes (laughs) if you're wearing clothes you will be arrested (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so one thing that happened in their relationship that's pretty like i quite iconic Mm, in a way is on the 3rd of january 1917 
1997, an on-stage kiss between Missy and Colette in a pantomime entitled Revie de Egypt. I'm so sorry, France. <laughs> <laughs> Caused a near riot. Like, they threw stools at them and peanuts. And, like, oh just because they kissed God. on stage. Because, obviously, she was a lady and she was a lady. Imagine them being in this times and seeing people kiss. I mean, everyone kisses everyone nowadays. Yeah. Like, literally. literally. <laughs> so, um, so they sh- after that, like, Missy didn't go back on stage for a while, I believe. And um, as a result, they were no longer able to live together openly although the relationship did continue together for another five years good for them for still staying together and you know, know. saying that they love each well working through quotes it. love each other yeah so i did a little bit of background research on missy herself and i uh, found out that missy grew up with wealth and privilege she had descended from charles de louis napoleon bonaparte on her father's side while her mother may have been why her mother may have been the illegitimate daughter of nicholas the first of russia so she's probably blue blood yeah like, oh Ooh. Uh, Missy this quote I've got next is Missy was very much considered part of the French nobility and blue blood at this time it was illegal for women to wear trousers in Paris and you could be thrown in jail for doing so but Missy managed to get away with it because she was in a higher social position than the law yeah I mean if you've got the side of the law and <laughs> yeah yeah. no wonder she could get away with it but I know. damn I don't think I'd be able to get away with it mm. no me neither <laughs> not back then <laughs> yeah same um, so obviously, like that was a lot of things going on in her life. So yeah. she wrote these really good books. Um, she um, she did end up getting her name on them eventually, but she had to literally fight her way to for like for them to recognize her as like the author. Yeah, bloody hell! I know that's so, crazy like, though. She had a bit of an insane life. She also did like a lot of stage work of like studying like these professional like well mimes is, is like a short version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it was like this artistic like stage presence and everything. Yeah. So she actually had like a really like long life. And the next bit I've got for her is uh, in 1912, Colette married Henri de Juvenel, the editor of La Le Matin, uh, and she had a daughter with him. Ah. Uh, which was a daughter, Colette de Juvenel. Did she call the, the kid de la- Colette? I think she did. Oh. oh no, 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 no. Colette de Juvenel, nicknamed Belle Gazou. Does the kid was called Belle Gazou? <laughs> <laughs> what a name. Oh no. Strong name. Belle Gazou. Yeah. You have a gazoo in your name. Belgazoo! Come hither! <laughs> Shut myself. <laughs> Why would it be come hither? Because that's what I decided it would be. Vamanos! Wait, that's the wrong language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. If I'd say entre, that's, that's just enter. So it's not really gonna... It's not really... Uh, yeah. <laughs> At least yours is in the right bloody language. <laughs> All right, um... Le Français. So yeah, Belgazou was born to them in 1913. During World War One, Colette devoted herself to journalism. So she's moving Ooh, on to another passion. Another, like, yeah, but another like writing passion, uh-huh. really. Yeah, interesting. Um, so the marriage allowed her to devote her time to writing. Around this time, she also became an avid amateur photographer. Jeez, this girl's into everything. Okay. Acting, writing, photography. This is the bit where I was like, oh shit. Okay, shall I, I do this? <laughs> I'm putting my hand up so I can't see the laptop. Carry on. Okay. So, um, obviously, she was married to this guy, but this guy already had a stepson. Okay. Uh, well, that's not a bad thing, I guess. He was 16. Apparently, he was very handsome. Oh, And no. very masculine for his age. Oh, no. I know. Oh, is this what I so think she, he's about to do? She seduced him. Oh, no. I know. I was like, oh, no. You are old enough to be his mother. <laughs> What is the age gap between her and him then? She was 46. Oh! No, 47, 47. Oh, God. So a whole 31 years. 
Yeah. Okay, can't justify that. Then. No, I was no. about to say, I was like, you can't really know. I was going to try and find a way to, to somehow justify that, but no, I can't. I can't justify it. That's why this lady fascinates me, because I was like, you have such had such a like insane life. Yeah. Can you please make some better life decisions? Make better decisions. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did some research on this guy, and apparently he was quite, he'd taken after his father and was quite handsome already. And like, but I was still like, that's still not a good no, enough reason. <laughs> Still not okay, really. Let's be real. Um, so uh, apparently, uh, obviously, she focused on love at the centre of her work. And the reason this was kind of ironic was because um, this kind of series of events was similar to the plot of her book she like, later published called Cherry, Ooh. which is about like an older person getting with a younger person. But unfortunately, like you can get with an older person. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with people loving who they love. I just think when a person is 16 and you're 47, was it? Yeah, I just don't think that that's a good idea. But that's no. my personal kind of thoughts on it. No, I think some people may agree with me, and some people may disagree with me. No, I think but I right. still I think there's too much. It's too much. I, I think once you're kind of above eighteen to twenty-one bracket, you are old enough to make that decision on whether you think that you're going to be a permanent in someone's life or not. I think at 16, you're still at the age where you're going to mess around and not really know what you're doing. Oh. <laughs> hey, back again? I just needed to unpause it because I'm an idiot. Well done. So we'll edit this little bit out, or well, you'll edit this little bit out. Should we get back to it? Just so you know, listeners, last time I had to edit out live burping at least seven times. <laughs> Listeners, just to let you know, Perry just did a gigantic burp that would have surpassed all seven of my burps. With honour. <laughs> and <laughs> pride. And glory. <laughs> okay, so what do we not do if you're a lady above 47 and you have a stepson who's 16? Shag him. We don't do that. <laughs> no. 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 So, no. 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 I'm no. So it's sorry. French. No. I feel like we're just letting down France even more. No. <laughs> no. It's French for no. No. I know. I know. Well, say it's French no. for no. No. <laughs> Stop forcing me to say things. Who would you say no in like an accent? <laughs> no, I'm not. Right. So they go shopping together and she'd ignore her other kid, the gazoo one. Um, and the gazoo one? <laughs> Bell gazoo. You're a bloody bell gazoo. <laughs> Hang on. I don't know if I want to be a bell soon. Okay. So she ignored her other kid because apparently he was like that handsome. She was like, oh my gosh, a handsome man. Well, she was a pretty nice looking lady. She could have like had her pick of the bunch. But she wanted the child. And the woman. Child and the woman. I thought we shouldn't categorize those together. The women are fine. The no, kid is the yeah. dog. <laughs> you can sleep with women, hun. You can do whatever you want. I mean, you do you, boo. But the kid, yeah, that that's not okay. It's a bit too young to be a toy boy. <laughs> last mum I can't believe you actually just put him in the category of toy boy well, yeah, I thought he was too young to be a toy boy so I haven't just she's a cradle snatcher ah she's a cradle snatcher she's a cradle snatcher okay so moving swiftly on in 1944 Colette oh what happened in 1939 big thing something historic <laughs> you're right <laughs> big thing big bang <laughs> no <laughs> close <laughs> No. Go on. A war. A war. Well done. Which war? One of them that caused a disastrous amount of misery. So any war in history. Yeah, exactly. We'll pick the war, 1939. Come on. I had a whole... We had high school. High school was a long time ago. (laughs) 
I stopped doing history in year nine. Did you? Yes, I didn't carry oh, on doing history. Oh, you didn't history. carry on? I carried no, on. No, I didn't carry on doing history. Because remember, my, we discussed this last week. Oh, my yeah. teacher... Oh, was nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. There were two of them. Two of them. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Two big wars. World War One and World War Two. <laughs> fucking was. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> okay. So during that, you know what happened to France? Okay, I'm gonna just say you don't know what bombed. happened to France. Did they got bombed. Everywhere got bombed. Apart from Switzerland, they were fine. Um, <laughs> white flag, white flag. They just they were neutral, so they were like not getting involved. Yeah, white flag. But that like, but so were America, and they actually were like, we're not getting involved, and then the, we. We didn't bomb Pearl Harbor. They bombed Pearl Harbor. And yeah. then America got involved. America were already helping us out. So it was kind of like, eh. 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 Anyway, sorry. Tangent. Um, so Colette published what became uh, her most fam- work, famous work, Gigi, which tells the story of 16-year-old Gilbert A. Gigi Alva, born into a family of demi-nominaries. <laughs> sorry, say that again? Demi-nominaries. Demi-nominaries. demi Oh, fuck. <laughs> born into a family of demons. <laughs> A family of demons. Oh lord, Jesus it's Christ! Not, they're not Gigi. They're not. They're Poor not, Gigi. They're not demons. I just can't say the friggin' name. I'm gonna say like, ah, oh, what's a fans? What's another word for? Ah, di- oh. can you say that word? The D what? word. Dick. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Where is it? Demi Demi Mondains. Okay, that word there. Demi-mondains? Gigi is trained as a Gigi is trained as a courtesan. <laughs> you just burped. <laughs> Gigi is trained as a courtesan. What's a courtesan? A courtesan. Um, a prostitute. Yes, but what kind of prostitute? A courteous prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. That's really annoying. It's a fucking like like um a fancier prostitute than like oh they're like toothless Jane on sidewalk. So they're not like back alley hookers. They're no, like they're like oh I'm gonna fan myself with the. Fun. They're like, I'm coming to your bedroom, hookers. Yeah. Not yeah. shagging you in your back alley, I'll shag you in your bed. Yeah, also um, shag you in my back alley in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Not so that we're criticising anyone who does anything in back street alleys or in oh, beds. No. That's you do you, boo. It should be legal so we could... Um, <gasps> what? It should be legal. <laughs> so we can... What's the word? Regulate it. Because currently sex workers are in danger and people still pay for sex work. So get over yourself and legalise it so we can just make it okay. We'll okay? have a boyfriend and shag them for free. <laughs> or be live and shag no one. <laughs> yep. Mood. <laughs> Sorry. Mood. I'm only kidding. Um, I- I'm shagless. Uh, <laughs> what did you just do? Ew, what is uh, that? Uh, what is that? A piece of skin? <laughs> oh my god! So Perry just brought up a piece of skin from her mouth and just decided to show me it. It was rather disgusting. Do you want to explain why I've got a piece of skin in my mouth? Perry's got a piece of skin in her mouth because she's gnawed open her cheek. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's going to be my scandal of the week for my mum said the thing about Studford Bay. <laughs> you should have put this in the scandal of the week as well. Okay. Well, part no, two. <laughs> no, part two. We're going to just, before I finish, we finish the lady because we're almost done. Ha ha ha. Anyway, so um, I uh, my wisdom teeth have been killing me throughout lockdown, and I was like, I don't want to be that person that goes to the dentist and whatever. So I thought it'd be fine, <laughs> and then my bottom one came out too. <laughs> she was wrong. I was very wrong. Uh, but then NHS couldn't fit me on their list for like three to four months, despite being in like agony and having an infection. And I was like, oh no, I can't wait. So I paid to have them taken out. Now I'm eight hundred pound lighter, which is really annoying because that's my entire like rent um and all that does so, but now i've got two holes in my mouth <laughs> and skin just keeps falling off 
That's not true. It doesn't give fall off. That just happened. It fell out from the hole. It was like (laughs) (laughs) the tooth hole. I can feel my little finger in my tooth hole. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's really disgusting. You're really disgusting. The listeners right. really wanted to listen to that, didn't they? Sorry, okay. guys. I'll probably cut it out. We'll see how I'm feeling. Risky. <laughs> or not. No, I think you should. Okay. Let's continue anyway. In 19... So that, that story, Gigi, was in 1949, was made into a French film starring Danielle Delorme, Gabby... Morley. Morley. So I thought that was the man. I don't know. Uh, Gabby Morley. And uh, in 1951, it was adapted to stage... Um, with then unknown Audrey Hepburn, yes, Queen picked out to be Colette personally. Ooh, so iconic. She had a hand in like bringing yeah. up Audrey freaking Hepburn. Come on, gal. Um, get that coin. Get that coin. Uh, it won a bunch of awards, including like Academy Award for Best Picture, um, Best Score. Um, <laughs> written by Alan Jade Lerner, apparently. Nice. Um, in the post-war years, Colette became a famous public figure. Despite being crippled by arthritis, she was cared for by Goudiquette, who super- supervised her preparation of... Um, oh, fuck. I can't read that. You derives complétés. She continues to write these during the year- years, bringing out L'Etoile Vesper and Le Fanal Bleu, which she reflected on the problems of a writer whose inspiration is primarily autobiographical. Autobiographical, even. Um, she was nominated by Claude Farré for the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1948. Ooh. That's massive. That's that a is, huge... That's a big thing. Damn. This is, and final, final piece de resistance. Ha! France. Well done. You said something French and it was pretty much correct. I know. I'm proud of myself. Well done. They are Thais. It wasn't all a mess. <laughs> it's just taken the entire podcast to get oh, there, but... I did French. Continuing. Freaking... Get out of my house. <laughs> Upon her death on the 3rd of August 1954, she was refused a religious funeral by the Catholic Church on account of her divorces, but was given a state funeral. Um, the French woman of letters to be granted the honour. And she was also interred in Père Lachaise Cemetery. Hmm. Fucking state funerals are like massive. They're yeah. like for military heroes and like people of note. It's massive that she Same. got that. You're not going to get a state funeral. I am. You know. I'm a massive personnel. You do know everybody, to be fair. Like, we could be in, like, the furthest corner of Wales and you'd be like, All right, Jill! How is your nan? <laughs> Why are we going with the name Jill? I swear we know, like, two Jills. Yeah, but you still know a Jill. I could have gone with any name ever. And you were like... Eh, I yes, know. I know two Jills. And the one of them was my great auntie who's currently dead. So that was the worst name you could have picked. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> for your loss. <laughs> I know about three Jills. It's my grandma's sister that was. Sorry, Jan. Jan wouldn't want this, and I'm not letting Jan listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the end of uh, Sidonie Gabrielle Colette. Yes. She's fucking cool, isn't she? She's cool. She shagged it's, a lot of people. She's insane. <laughs> well, maybe not insane. Insane is too strong a word. She's very interesting, intriguing. She's very sexually stimulated. So, yeah, I mean, she had kind of a good life by the sounds of things except for going through that horrible divorce more than anything and yeah i mean you do you boo but having a state funeral like damn that's that's something that's really something and she wrote these books that were like still like iconic today you know and the fact that she had a like a part in the discovery i'll use the word of audrey hepburn that's that's amazing that is that is that in itself is just incredible and she had to go through a lot of shit as well like her husband was as we discussed 
All right, hey, knob. knob. Oh, and she has to deal with like obviously like can I just say being a woman? <laughs> you well, still have to deal with a lot of problems, even if you were like aristocracy. Aristocracy. If you are an aristocrat. You're an aristocrat. Meow. Marie, that's Harvey. You can be Toulouse. You can be Toulouse. I'm be Toulouse. You can be Toulouse. Toulouse is the is the one with the bow tie. Yes. Yeah, I'll be Toulouse. I think. I think. I'll be Toulouse. Happy to be Toulouse. Oh, that's French too. Ah. Yes. Oh my gosh, we did it for like half an hour. Oh, that's cool. Okay, well now we know what we're doing, so we can always hang up. That's All good. right, Gucci. Hope you guys have a lovely week. Peace out. Wazix. <laughs> is that on your goodbye? Wazix. Yeah. Peace, Peace out, out Wazix. Peace out, Wazix.